Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sci-Fi Watcher Special Doctor Who Edition, episode number 184. Glad you could join us again this week. I am Corey Charette, and with me... Erica Plord. All right, so as we, we're glad we have her on the show. Whatever, she doesn't like to use her real name, so okay. Um, <laughs> we're back again. I on. do like to use my real name, but my... But but you're I under- shouldn't admit to, your, to, to being married to you. Okay, then don't. <laughs> I'm Erica Charette. I'm Corey Plord. Glad you could join us tonight. <laughs> All right, Doctor Who again. Of course, a new episode came out again last night, and we will be talking about Rosa. Episode 3, Series 11, October 21st, 2018, with the usual cast of characters. Written by Mallory Blackman and Chris Chibnall one more time. Mm-hmm. Directed by Mark Tonderay. This time, it's Montgomery, Alabama. Welcome to the USA. That's right. All right. Totally different feel than the last two episodes, I think. I liked it. You did? This was actually an episode I liked. Explain. Because it hit topics. Like? The civil rights movement. Right. Um, and I think because of, what was his name, Ryan? His name is Ryan, right? Ryan. Ryan learned why he has the rights that he has. Um, now, uh-huh. he didn't even know who Rosa Parks was, which is interesting. Well, they're British, so I wonder if it's a little bit different from their perspective. Yes, but his his nan was yeah, very much into Rosa Parks and uh-huh. the civil rights movement. Right. So, you also learned something new. Yeah, Martin Luther King Jr.'s father was name was not really Martin Luther King. Okay, well that's the G Wiz thing you told me that wasn't part of the thing, which I did not know. No, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I like the. Uh, see, this felt more like an American show than a, a British show. No, it felt like a British show, but it Did was it? an. It was they were in America, uh-huh. and they needed to instead of trying not to break the timeline, they had to keep. The timeline. So that was an inter- the interesting twist in the plot. Not it wasn't a twist in the plot, but it was, you know, an interesting way because normally in Doctor Whoverse, Hooniverse, Hooverse, it's the Hooniverse, Hooniverse, in the Doctor Hooniverse, they're trying to not break a timeline. Right, they're trying to nudge it. It felt like an episode of Quantum Leap. Kind of trying to put right what once went wrong, mm-hmm. but it didn't was never put wrong. Well. That guy, um, that guy was that, um, yeah, I'm looking, I have his name, Cracks or Cracks yeah. or Cresco, Cres- Crisco. That's why, Crasco. That's, I kept thinking, whoops, yes, I kept thinking of Crisco, the San Francisco treat, yeah. Um, but Crisco was trying to stop the event, so they had to make sure the events were still set in motion. But I think it was interesting the fact that he couldn't kill anybody, he could only read, try to change things so people. Change mm-hmm, their habits mm-hmm. and routines. So, Ooh, yeah. And they learned the right as way. much as they could about Rosa Parks. So, that was kind of like a it, history it, lesson. But it, they couldn't really learn anything because it's happening. It's not history. You can't go. Well, the, they had to remember everything yeah. that they learned. Bits and pieces. So, piecemealed it. In essence, anybody watching that show that did not know about Rosa Parks would learn about Rosa Parks. Uh-huh. So, they had to remember everything they learned in school and. 
it was just, it was really good. I mean, he even got to meet Martin Luther King Jr. Uh-huh. And he said, I like it when, my nan loves you. <laughs> oh, does your does your nan go to, oh gosh, I forgot the name of it already. But does your nan go and, has your nan heard my my sermons? Or no, she she died, a, a, you know, a little while back. Oh, I'm sorry, son. You know, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Uh-huh. This is like. Wow, we're meeting people from actual history. Right. You know, the whole, you know, with uh, Matt Smith and, and Nixon. Right. But it, it didn't have that feel, that no. that whole, the silence thing. This, this felt more um, appropriate to the time period than that. The music, did you notice the music too and everything like that? Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of the car, I mean, the cars and everything, they they really went all out with this. It wasn't they just went like, all out to be yeah. in, that peri- in that era. Yep. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I don't. I I have not been a staunch supporter of Jody Whitaker, but um, I actually like this episode. The other two episodes, I was bored. Well, she kind of mellowed out a little bit in this one. She wasn't as zany and whatever over the top. She was a little zany, but not too much. Not as much as she was. She was more clever. I do like the Banksy comments. I don't even know what Banksy means. Okay, Banksy is a famous unknown artist mm-hmm. that does like weird things all over the world, and nobody knows who Banksy is. So that everybody says, "Don't be so Banksy" or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, "Who oh, do you know? Maybe I'm Banksy." <laughs> she threw a couple hints. I'm like, hmm, "That's actually kind of a good idea. Make her Banksy." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Banksy doesn't have the sonic screwdriver. I just like I? the the social issues they addressed underlying. Underlying in the the in the mm-hmm. in the episode. Well, they went back to the roots. Doctor Who was supposed to be an educational show too. Yeah. Yep. Which is good. I mean, I'm glad they did that without boring you to death or missing, you know, the the inf- the educational part. It's like you know, you name know the name of the bus driver now. Yeah, you know the name. You don't know the name of the bus driver as I scroll. Jim Crow. That <laughs> Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, those were Jim Crow laws that they had to um, not be on the bus. James no, Blake. Not be in the front of the bus. They had, James. It was called Jim Crow laws. Right, James Blake. Right. Jim, Jim Crow. Crow. I'm like, whoa. See? Those were that. See, you but just yeah. learned something new, Corey, Jean uh-huh. Charette. I'm surprised. They, now, I said to you that they weren't going to bring anything back, like regurgitate anything from the previous seasons. But they made a little reference to, obviously, the temporal um, vortex manipulator. Which, of course, Captain Jack will get you by tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, of course, Storm Cage. Yep, Storm Cage. Which yep. River Song was in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. I think, I have a feeling we're going to see this guy again. I do, too. I felt However, like, she broke his manipulator. Yeah, but um, Ryan shot him back in time somewhere. So yeah. Oh, that's true. Got yes. Him. Which, yes. to me... He really didn't serve much to this story. He was just basically there so they can fix time or make sure time goes the way it should have gone. Because, like, Ryan runs into him. He's like, oh, there you go. Zap, gone. I'm like, that's it. He's just in the past. That's the whole story. Felt like there's going to be another. He's going to be showing up again. Oh, he'll probably show up again. But his purpose in the story was to stop that in motion. Because, like he said, your kind. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like that guy was the epitome of racism Mm -hmm. that's why he came back yeah to stop it so there were no there was no civil rights movement right the rosa parks thing didn't happen and right you know 
That's oh, yeah. what I got out of it. That's my mind. Uh-huh. I actually thought. <laughs> I felt like it kind of was a, a, a speaking to modern times. Yes. Telling the kids, hey. Speaking to, hey, hey, hey kids. This is exactly what I was. Yeah. Hey, kids, this is why you have your rights. And hey, kids, you don't have to argue about every little thing either. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody was a slave owner 250 years ago. We don't have to pull their statue down. That was part of history. You know, your grandparents were fighting the real fight back in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Rosa Parks, you wouldn't have the right to vote. Let's get, let's, I mean, to that point. That's, that's what I pulled from it as well. Yeah. It's kind of like, hey, kids, wake up. And even white kids. Oh, yeah. You need to learn about this too. So this is everybody. Mm-hmm. We never really learned this in school. Did you really learn, did you, honestly, in, in school, did you learn much about Rosa Parks except she was on the bus? I can't remember back that far. But I do know that I was a staunch supporter of Martin Luther King Jr. I read a lot about him. I read a lot about Rosa Parks. But that was separate from school. Right. It's just something that I had a passion for. But I'm talking about the educational system. I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, well, you know how it is. 20th century history is really kind of like, oh, World War One, uh, Depression, World War Two, oh, civil rights, uh, you know, I mean, that's basically it. They basically, in, in school, they only hit, sh- they do the units. They do it very... You know, it's like one class, you know, history, and they don't go through, like, delve into, like, a lot of stuff. No. So something sparks a kid's interest, they're going to say, okay, I want to learn more about this. So that's what happened with me. I wanted to learn more. Mm-hmm. Other kids didn't give them rats fanny. Right. You know? I I don't know if it was because they were... British or what, but I don't know. If I was in 1955, like they are, and I had two people that were not of white skin, I'd be a little leery, first of all, of anything. You know, like right away, Ryan picked up that handkerchief and was trying to give it to that woman. Oh, it was her glove, actually. Or her glove, I'm sorry. You know, but, you know, if it was us and there was somebody, you know, of not white descent with us that traveled back to 55, they'd be like, oh, heck no, I'm not touching that. Well, I don't want to go. I don't want them to go to the Salem witch trials. They might, they'd off me as a witch. <laughs> but no, seriously. I mean, it spoke of the time period that it was happening. It was also educational for anybody that was that is black. Uh-huh. Um, especially Ryan. I mean, he learned why he has those rights. I mean, he and what's her name? Uh, Yaz. He and Yaz were sitting down talking about it. And it was interesting that Yaz, who is, well, they they mentioned she is Pakistani and a Muslim in this episode. Yes. But she got to sit in the white part of the bus, which I thought that was unusual. She didn't know where to sit. Yeah, but he let her sit. He let her come in the front door. Mm -hmm. So that means she could sit in the white section of the bus. And she did and never got in trouble for it. And everybody was calling her Mexican. Yeah, Mexican. Mongrel. Well, if you think about it, 1950s, Middle Eastern people probably in the in, – and especially in the South probably were few and far between, if any. Probably few and far between, you know, if any. But, um, you know, he, she and Ryan were sitting down and he's like, do you experience any of this? And she was talking about, you know, the mosque and all that stuff and being Muslim. And it's just raising a lot of stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of shows lately are doing that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go into my shows. You know what shows I watch. Uh But like, I'm going to say it, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. 
they addressed the ICE situation. Chicago Med addressed the ICE situation. You know, and uh, but Rose, this this episode was very um, moving. I'm surprised I didn't cry. You know, but I did see some stuff on Twitter today speaking out about Doctor Who and Rosa Parks and people were like very emotional about it. Uh-huh. You know, it it, it 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 struck a chord. It did. It struck a big time chord. It's a timeless story. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. I don't want to say it's a timeless story. I'm saying in these times, it struck a chord. Well, of course, yeah. Yeah. It struck a chord without beating you over the head with it either. Yeah, exactly. You know, you get some shows that go, this is bad. This is bad. This show's like, hey, here's what went on, and here's where we are today. It didn't even say where we are today. No, well, yeah, it kind of did. did. Between, with the a conversation <clears throat> between Yaz and yeah. Ryan. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, yeah, it, it did. Yeah, I would say that. But- um, I have to say, if you haven't lived it, you wouldn't know it. Oh, no. Definitely. If you haven't lived it, you wouldn't know it. And we never lived that part of it. No. That's the thing. We didn't live in those times, but there was still racism rampant when we were growing up. There still is. I and mean, there still is. There's going to be for a it's long time. It's disgusting. It is. To me. But I do like the fact that they, after the story is over, they're like, okay, so here's what happened to Rosa Parks afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a fast forward, quick fast forward lesson on her life when she gets the Nobel. No, no, not the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, the geez. Presidential Medal of Honor. Presidential Medal of Honor from from Reagan was it? Clinton. Clinton. Which, first of all, that's a that's an insult on so many levels. Why? Well, because that's nineteen. Was it nineteen ninety eight? She got that. And it this was happened in nineteen fifty five. Yeah, mm-hmm. forty three years later. No. Thir- four, f- <laughs> You're right. It's 43 years later. Okay. Why did you look at me like that then? Because I'm trying to do the math in my head and usually you're wrong. Mm-hmm. 43 years later. But that's disgusting. It shouldn't have been 43 years later. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Johnson passed the Civil Rights Act because of Kennedy. It wasn't Johnson's doing. He did because of Kennedy. Passed in what? 60, I want to say 68, 66? Somewhere in the mid-60s. It was 68. Okay. I could be wrong. All right. I'll say 68. So that's 13 years later. Even though I'm good with dates. I... You, you would think sometime after 1968. Not 1990. Because I'm sorry, Corey, um, rose-colored glasses over there. The uh, whole civil rights movement happened and things were changed, but things weren't really changed. Case in point, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday was not start was not put as a holiday until the 80s. And then they didn't even celebrate it. We didn't get Martin Luther King Day off until... Not, not so distant future. Well, it depends. It's and past. It it has to be somehow like because like Arizona was like the last state to pass it. Well, the reason why I'm saying that is because you know the Stevie Stevie Wonder song "Happy Birthday." Yeah, you know what he's ta- he's singing about. He's not singing "Happy Birthday" to just anybody. He's singing "Happy Birthday" to Martin Luther King, uh-huh. and he's saying, you know, there ought to be a day that we can all celebrate. Uh-huh. Which it should be on the same day every year too, which mm-hmm. it isn't. No, it isn't. Yeah, his birthday, which always is, seems to end up on a Monday. No. Well, kind of like when they they used to celebrate Washington and Lincoln differently. Yeah, but it, it never ended up on their actual birthday. Well, now it's just for all the presidents. Yeah, now it's just it's President's just, Day. Yeah, that's for one specific person. Though, to me, it should mm-hmm. be should be celebrating his birthday and his birthday. 
Oh, but and still. this year it actually, I think this year it actually fell on his birthday. I don't know. I think it was this year. Martin Luther King Jr. Day actually fell on his birthday. I could be wrong. I'm not going to look over here and look it up. I don't know. Make too much noise. I don't know, but I, it was a good story. It was probably the best so far. Yep. And Cons- I hope it only gets better because considering- now that it's grabbed my attention and I and I and I I'm I wasn't bored yesterday. <laughs> it was more history than science fiction. If you think about it, there's very little science fiction part of it. You are correct. But, but I'm not looking at the technical aspect of but, it. I'm looking at the storyline. In terms of a show that goes more historical than science fiction, it was a good show. Because mm-hmm. usually the shows that do that, you lose something in the translation. And you did not lose anything in the tra- I think it was well balanced. Mm-hmm. Why are you staring at me I like am that? just staring at you. You're waiting for me to start joking around? I don't know. It was well balanced. It was I don't good, have anything to joke about. It was a very good episode. I, and think, I think it was excellent. Excellent. Yes, and I think you're excited about next week's episode. I forgot what it's about. It's about spiders. No, I'm not. No, you're because somebody's in it. I would think you're excited about that. I forgot. Chris Noth. Oh, yes. Yes, Law and Order. <laughs> and Crossover <I> that- event. <laughs> all right, all right. So anyone that's listening to this, we always play a game. Whenever we watch a show, we always wonder if somebody's from a Law and Order episode. Or a Doctor Who Or a episode. Doctor Who episode. Well, this week, next week. We have Doctor Who and Law and Order together. A Doctor Who episode with somebody from Law and Order. Exactly. That's like perfect. And it's funny, as I saw that a couple weeks ago, I said, blah, and here's people coming up, Chris Noth. And I'm like, I'm like, is there a British Chris Noth or is that Chris Noth? I know. And I didn't want to tell you either. Yesterday. I don't want to tell you until you, until you saw it. And then also, I saw it. I'm like, what? I didn't know if they would show it in any of the trailer. I didn't know which story was in or anything. But it was like Law and Order, um, Doctor Who Heaven at this point, you know? <laughs> Doctor Who SVU. Well, um, Miranda Pond was played by, why am I having a brain fart on her name? The one that plays River Song. What the hell? Don't tell me. I forgot. Oh, my gosh. And she's a redhead, no less. Please tell me. Alex Kingston. There you go. Alex Alex Kingston. It's just odd that they decided to name her Miranda Pond. And her name was Melody Pond. Miranda Pond from where? You're just saying that out like nobody knows what you're talking Miranda about. Miranda Pond from Law and Order Special Victims Unit. She played an attorney. Bow! <laughs> we should just do a whole podcast. Doctor Who or Law and Order? <laughs> We're watching a movie this week. <laughs> We're going to play trivia now. <laughs> we should do that one. I just watch a movie and go, Law and Order, Doctor Who, and see how many we can get. <laughs> It's kind of tricky because they're in two different countries. And yesterday, all day, yesterday, I'm like, that person was on this show. I should have remembered her. And that person was on this show. I should have remembered him. No. Yeah. Beginning, first episode, at last episode. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about the overnights of last night's show. Oh, overnight was 6.39. What does that mean? It means that literally the people that watch the show live or within a few hours – 29.6% of the people watched it. So 6.4 compared to the one that fell to earth with 8.2 million and Ghost Mindman at 7.1 million. So not as many people watched, obviously. No, it, 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 it fades off some way. Yeah, still. but the people that watched are the people that matter. I watched. I matter. I watch. I matter more. Of course, the press loved this show. Because I watched aspect, it twice. The historical aspect. You fell asleep <laughs> with it twice. The second time I fell asleep? I turned it off before the episode was over. You were asleep. Get the heck out of here. See, you shouldn't dose me with medication. 
Got to keep them medicated. All right. <laughs> uh, Ghost Monument official ratings had come out on that one. Nine million even for that. Nine million for the second episode. Okay. And of course, Strictly Come Dancing was number one that week. So the hell is Strictly Come Dancing? <sighs> Some sort of reality show? Yeah, strictly Come Dancing basically is kind of like Dancing with the Stars. Oh, good. It's one of those. These people watching their dumbass, excuse my language, dumbass um, reality shows. I just. All right. I was over that when Big Brother came out and uh, Survivor well, and Survivor. Survivor one was amazing. Survivor two, I'm like done. Um, yeah, so number fourth of the week. So Strictly Come Dancing was one and two, and number three was The Great British Bake Off. So reality, reality, reality. Doctor Who. They're dumb. Those I know. Brits. <laughs> I'm just. Well, thinking. I don't. You know, people are dumb in yeah. general. I mean, you don't want to use you. You, you want to watch something that's like mind mind numbing. You don't want them to watch something that makes you actually use your brain, like Doctor Who or Law and Order Special Victims Unit, or regular Law and well, Order, we, you know or what? Criminal Minds. We should look up to see what the weekly view ratings on shows here are. Yeah. I mean, Big ba- Big Bang's probably number one. For comedies, you got yeah. to go by genre. No, you no, I, that's by, overall. Yeah. Big Bang's number one, period. Last year was the number one television show on television. Not comedy. Yeah. Don't... The, they need to separate that out by genre. They do sometimes. If you watch sometimes. They should always. If you watch sometimes, like um, like one of the C- CBS, NCIS, BO, VO shows or whatever they are, they'll NCIS. say that. They'll say, they'll say t- TV's number one drama, which means it's not the number one show. Watch movies like that. Oh, the number one science fiction movie of the week. Yeah, that That's could be- what they say about New Amsterdam. That's probably the number one new show, maybe? Number one new show. Yeah. Yep. Because you can't say that about the good doctor anymore. I was talking about that with PK. Uh-huh. <laughs> he goes, you know that? I said, I know it. It's originated in Korea. How did you know that? I said, because I've read about it. I can read English on the screen. <laughs> Based on the South Korean <laughs> show. What's up, what's up, what's up? He loves it when I, when, I, when I pick on people that don't speak correctly, the grammar, the grammar stuff. He's like, I'm sorry I have shamed you. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to perform Harry Carey one day or something like that. I have shamed you. I'm so sorry. I don't speak grammatically correct. I'm like, you don't speak grammatically. You're fine. You just have, you just, your English is your second language. I mean, I can't fault you for that. But if English is your first language, I'm going to fault you for that. Anyways. um, Stop that. It's any way. Any way. Let's wrap up this show. Thanks for being here again. You're so very welcome. Paused there. Almost like we had a buffer on the audio. We are so very welcome. This this podcast brought to you by the Wacky Wick and Wax Lady. Sayaproductions.com slash sci-fi. Watch the website for everything you can go to. Email Sayaproductions. No, it's how about sci-fi watcher at Sayaproductions.com. That's our email address. Or you can call us 774-327-2948. 774-32-SAY-IT. And we're here live Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time. She'd probably be buried in the backyard because she's interrupting me. Uh, Join us all the time. Whatever. We'll see you. I hope you all have a good one. Bye. It's not too bright.